What's up everyone, welcome. We are at the Perkins Hill and Creamery uh, near Concord Mills on location once again. And of course, the name of the show is called The Docket, where we um, try to find out what's on the agenda for today. Things that we wanna either talk about, discuss as a, as a unit, or um, things that we want to put down on our things to do and learn about. So it's all, you know what this podcast is all about. It's all about learning, doing something different, understanding your truths. Um, so with that being said, Anthony, what do we got on the uh, the docket today? What do we today? got on the docket today? So, um, Larry, today is, is, is it's a really interesting topic that we have. Um, and, of course, I want to get your thoughts on this. So I got some information called uh, the growing racial and ethnic divide in U.S. marriage partners, and uh, this came from an organization called the National Center for Biotech Information. So I'm going to read you some statistics and get your thoughts on this. So basically, it said that the racial gap in marriage has broadened since the 1960s. And basically, it's imper- it was imperative to marry back in the 60s. Right, right. But now, they're finding out as more women work, and they're uh, contributing more to the household, for some reason, the marriage numbers have declined. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so, between 1940 and 1980, both white and black women had high divorce rates, but more sooner for black women. Um, but during this time, unemployment for black men was twice as high. Uh, they were seven times more likely to be incarcerated mm-hmm. and two times more likely to marry someone of the other race, which means that women wow. had far they, less choices. Yeah. Um, and they said that women, um, black women also tend to marry partners who are as educated as them, there, right? So yeah. if you have a woman who has her MBA yeah. and a guy who's, you know, maybe two years at a community college, which is fine, there's a less chance of them just to getting married. Getting married. Yeah. Yeah. So now this even brings the pool even Man. smaller. Yeah. You know, yeah. so wanted to see, you know, what are your thoughts on these statistics are real, these statistics are out there, yeah. and, you know, a lot of people... A lot, you know, a lot of women who are in their late 30s, 40s, who are single, are asking, "Ain't no good men out there." Yeah. <laughs> Listen, no, I, and one of my as you were talking, um, shout out to my homegirl Valerie Bleemer. Um, uh, Valerie, I remember about man, it was probably a, a man, I guess about 15, 16, 17 years ago. Wow, it's probably been more than that. It's probably been about 20 years now. Uh, we were working together, and she was single at the time, right? And you know that Val was my homegirl. And jokingly, I made a pie graph for her on <laughs> why it would be tough for her to. Basically, I was trying to say, look, you need to get out of your bubble, right? Right. You know, we had this big debate. Well, you know, uh, uh, should I settle for whatever? And. Um, Jokingly, like I said, I did this pie graph for her, and we, you know, we laughed about it because basically it showed that 
the chances, of, you know, for black women was very slim, you know, between, you know, like you said, you know, uh, you know, imprisonment, you know, former, you know, incarceration, high unemployment, high unemployment rates, um, you know, and then you throw in, they just don't want to be with you, whether that be because you are a woman or because you're a black woman. Mm-hmm. You get where I'm going mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it is tough it is tough and i think that ultimately it's not talked about enough honestly i think it's not talked about enough um i think you know in our community we just i hate to say it but i think we 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 do tend to you know women have to settle sometimes if they want to be with you know uh, a, a black man um or they feel they have to settle you know, so for, in case in point, you know, I remember being with, um, uh, uh, when I was single and dating, I remember being with a young lady and she was way, making way more money than me, right? Um, I'm talking, she was six figures when I was nowhere near six figures, <laughs> right? In my 20s. You were a figure. Right, I was just a figure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I was just a figure. Yeah. She yeah. had six of them. You six know what I mean? Right, right, right. And um, at the time, you know, that w- it was gravy, but I never needed anything from her. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or, mm-hmm. or asked anything from her. And she never threw it in my face. But at the time, it was tough for me. That was, like, I always thought, like, how am I going to be able to provide for, mm-hmm. you know, because it goes back to me wanting to be my pride and my man. Right, Where do right, I stand? Right, what's, right. How do I... What, what's my value in this relationship? And unfortunately, I think that sometimes men, we, 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 we have a hard time dealing with that, you know? So when you throw that in there, especially like when you talk about today's black woman, she's doing it, you know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of times that's, that intimidates a lot of men, specifically black men. Mm-hmm. So, um, so there, it is a problem, it is a problem. One of the things that I do like seeing now is the fact that um, I think so here's a couple thoughts one i think the women's movement that's going on now um uh, you know attributes to some of that but i also think that it can help as well and here's why i say that i think from a standpoint when you look at like um in our community when you think about um the jay-z and beyonce's specifically them let's just talk them jay-z and beyonce how significant they have been when you talk about what what personifies being a a power couple right you know they they've been very candid about their you know what their ups and their downs Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i think that's so important it is that's so important man. when you think about people who see that and want to get past and understand that even when you get married you know Let's talk about marriage now. Marriage ain't easy. It ain't for everybody. It's really not for everybody. So I think when you have people like Beyonce and Jay-Z who um, present um, uh, that, that power couple and they present us in a way to where, you know, like, look, you, there's going to be troubles in a marriage. And no matter how much money you make, there's always going to be issues. There's always going to be things that you got to deal with. Um, and you and I both know, you know, we both married. So you know we know it's not easy mm-hmm. so when once you it's getting there is the easy part when once you there that's the hard part 
that's the hard part. So marriage is one thing, but staying married is another. Mm-hmm. So um, I think when you have people that are, you know, even going back to like Gucci Man and his girl, what's his, uh, L- L- what's her name? Keisha, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. You I'm know, not sure her name. Right, 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 right. You know, you, you talk about, you know, somebody who at one point he was throwing girls out of his cars. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and he was, you know, shunned upon because of the way he treated and talked about women. But now he big ups his wife all the time. He's always talking about how much he loves her and how much, you know, she's changed him and helped help him grow. That's important, man. You know what I'm saying? So on each of those levels, you, you're seeing that now where people are, um, they understand the value of staying together and being together through the thick and thin. Um, because I think, you know, the other part that goes against that is like, uh, you know, when you talk about people who are younger these days, like, you know, in that generation that we call millennials, you know, they get married, you know, later in life than what we were. Absolutely. You know, so what does that mean? You know, they, that means that they're thinking more, you know, to be honest, they're thinking more selfishly. You know, they're thinking like, hey, I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And if I'm, if I'm married, I can't do that. And I think that is a great way to think about it. No, I, I agree. I think when you say they're thinking about what they want to accomplish before they get married, mm-hmm. it's almost similar to even some of them at the at the job, you know, where they feel that they've been in a certain position for a year. Yep. And then they're ready to move on. It's like what's next? What's next? Yep. Going back to what you said about marriage and um, getting to it it's not really hard but I mean staying in it and managing it daily that's the tough part that's tough but it reminds me of if you have a child Mm -hmm. right there is no personally and I'm sure you will agree there's no book out there there's no manual of how to raise a kid you just go with it I feel like marriage is the same way, mm-hmm. right? Even though both our parents have been married for a long time and they've kind of shown us the blueprint, it's the same way raising us, mm-hmm. they've shown us the blueprint. There is ultimately no manuscript out there that says, hey, you know, this is what you need to do. You just kind of go with it. Right, you, you just kind of go learn, with it. You learn and you just do, go with it. Yeah. Things you don't do. You find out about each other, you find out about yourself, you find out things you like, things you don't like, mm-hmm. you know, and I think going back to this um, study that was done, um, it was actually done in 2016 in detail, it really says that the marriage gap, well, the, excuse me, the divorce rate is just getting higher and higher, mm-hmm. and, 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 and Part of it is these statistics, but honestly, they could not point to one thing that is causing right. uh, African Americans to have high divorce rates. That's interesting because if okay, can we pinpoint it to? So let's take African Americans out of it and then see if that still applies, right? So divorce rate is getting higher in America as it stands white, black, red, green, whatever. Um, I think that that is part of, going back to what I was saying earlier, 
where people are realizing that the way that we are evolving is more towards a uh, is is it's self gratitude. Yeah. You know, um, we want to make ourselves happy. You know, uh, I think that um, you know we're raising our kids to think like that. To um, you know, uh, we we recognize that that dependency can be dependency can be good, but it also can hinder us in life. And um, and I think a lot of people now, specifically, you know, the the kids that are coming up now, they're understanding that, you know, um, I have to make myself happy, you know, um, but at the same time, they're faced with everything that they see because their information is poured into them like water, you know, yeah, every day. Absolutely. You know, they're on social media. They're seeing people get, you know, married. They're seeing people get divorced. They're seeing people. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, molest people. You know, uh, there's people, rich people, getting. You know, everybody's doing so wrong. There's no. I feel like there's no color on the evil that man does now, mm -hmm. right? There still, there still is an agenda against uh, the man of color. But at the same time, I think people are we're we're raised we're raising a generation where they're going to be able to see through. You know those lies the, the potentials like for example when you talk about marriage you know the fairy tale was i know for me growing up was like you get married and you live happily ever after right that term happily ever right, after right you get married and everything's fine after white that. picket fence white picket fence you get a house you get a you know you you, you grow together no. no 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 going back to your point the blueprint like you, you're taking so you're taking your blueprint that you created or that you came from, and you're trying to match that up and build a house with somebody else mm -hmm. that you know they have their own blueprint. Right. Like I didn't think about how that. Did, how does that? How do you? How do you come together and match those two things up? So it's difficult. You know, you, you know what? That's an excellent point because I I never even thought of it like that. So yeah. when you go and build a house, yep, it's one blueprint that they're going off of. You're basically bringing, because after 21, you're considered an adult. Right. right, yep. So you're basically bringing your wife's blueprint, mm -hmm. your blueprint, and trying right. to bring it together. You're trying to build a house, build that a house from, from two different two, houses. Two different like Two different houses. You're taking bits and pieces from yours and trying to put it together with, you know, it's no, I want it. your no. You can't have your window. I want my window. Right. I've had my window. Your window too small. Yeah, I've had my window for thirty-five years. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. the window I've seen out of. That's that's what happens, you know? right? And so when it goes back to my point, where you know we're raising we're raising our our, our children to you know um, for you know I know I am I try to do that where you know do for yourself mm. you know like I'm, I'm, I I know I've already told my wife I'm I'm going to tell my kids whether they do it or not. My boys, don't even think about marriage until you're like 30. The reasoning behind that is because I feel like there's so much that you can offer to yourself before you try to bring somebody else into your own happiness. Yes. Right? Yes. So find your happiness. Find your happiness. Let that other person find their happiness and then bring your happiness together. Because what has happened is, is that we... 
we soak in our mishaps and our sorrows and our the things that we know we want to fix about ourselves and we look to the other person to fix those oh you know, she helps me do this and he helps me do that and they and this and that well i can't be without him because he do this for me or i can't be without her because she completes me with this i realize man that that keeps you that keeps you locked in to something to unhappiness right you know what i mean because that doesn't mean that you know i don't i don't i wouldn't want to be with somebody for the rest of my life where i'm all i'm constantly giving their you know giving my my energy to them constantly i'm giving myself giving 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 and i think that's ultimately what comes to um a demise you know your marriage can come to a demise when you are always giving one person is always giving more than the other um, and because we are we know there's always a given there's always a taker but you somehow you got to find that balance and when you bring in your unhappiness to the other person's unhappiness and y'all just unhappy together it's just a bunch of bunch of mess it's just a, this is a bunch of mess yeah you know so um, um, I, I just I, and I, I think that goes back to you know when people say you have to be equally yoked is that so again my point don't even think about being married till you're 30 by that time you understand a little bit more about yourself than you would when you're in 25 you know 26 you're gonna learn a little bit more about yourself so um, that's what that's what I'm telling my kids and it's it's one of those things where I just feel like you know if you're gonna be married to somebody you need to be happy first and foremost i i agree because they're gonna they're gonna steal it they're gonna steal it they're gonna steal <laughs> I, your I, happiness I, I agree that 100%. they're gonna steal your happiness if you don't you know um Something. and you don't let it and, and let that be yours yeah. don't let anybody else take your happiness away i don't yeah. care what they do do not let them take that that's yours something uh, that um i feel that's been thrown out years ago i don't hear that much now that I just do not like is that phrase he or she completes me yeah you know and, and, and what happens is with that phrase whoever it is feels like they have to be with somebody right yeah everybody has to be with somebody no like you said not everybody marriage is not for everybody it's not for everybody you know, being it's single not. is not for everybody yeah. but yep. this idea that she or he completes me to me that's one of the biggest detriments in society because, again, you have individuals walking around saying, I won't be whole until I have somebody who comes in completes me. Right, And yeah. to me, that's almost like you won't be happy until you have somebody who can come in and complete your, your, your journey to happiness. Right, yeah, <laughs> you know I mean... Me? That, that to me just doesn't make sense yeah. like it just like um, I, you know I and don't get me wrong you know there are things like in my marriage where I know my wife is better than me in, and there are things so my, my point is is that we're like yin and yang but yeah. we're different there are things that she has about her that helps me and there are things that are about me that helps her right so we, we give and take from one another. I think what happens is, is that when you, like you said, it's like when you understand or when you have this misconception that 
Um, you just got to be with somebody because you got to have a body there, mm -hmm. somebody that's there that makes you feel comfortable in, in whatever. It, it take, takes away fear of being alone. It takes away fear of people saying that I'm not good enough to right, be married. Exactly. It takes away that, that anxiety of, uh, of, of that feeling like I'm not good enough to be with anybody. That's when you know you 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 guys you need to do some work on yourself. You're not happy because you're not happy now. You're not happy with yourself, and then you have someone that. Because I remember, like I said, I was never getting married at one point. I was like, I'm not getting married, um, and it took me being alone to realize that being married is okay. You know what I'm saying? Like it's. It's not something, but it took me being alone to understand that not everybody is meant to be married. Like, it's, it's just not one of those things. I remember a time where, um, you know, I was going to, I was really considering marrying someone knowing that it wouldn't work out. I knew in my heart that it was not really? going to work out. So why I were you knew, considering? But it, it was because I was not happy with myself. Mm. I wasn't. I wasn't happy with myself. And I felt like if I did that, then, you know, it would be what it would be what she wanted and it would make her happy. And then ultimately I would be happy. Right. And I think so many people get into that where they want to um, make the other person happy. So they end up giving so much of themselves to the point to where you give out and you run out of gas. Um, and I think that's what's that's what's happening to a lot of people these days now you know um and that, and that whole misconception that you know you got to be with somebody so that you could be a power couple nah nah nah, nah. <laughs> i mean not everybody can do that you know what i'm saying there's there's like you said there's a blueprint to that there's a, there's a certain understanding that you got to have you know about yourself and that you got to have about just being a, in, in a partnership because that's ultimately what marriage is about it's about a partnership if you know you're not a good partner just in general you're not a good partner you're selfish and you want the one get out the to, game yeah don't even think about being married yeah don't even think about it so don't let me it. uh you know kofi serbu siribu who he's on queen sugar yep yep um he recently made a statement at the uh essence festival which was a few weeks ago shout out to the folks at essence um and the question was why are you still single and this is what he said mm -hmm. i just realized that I still had voids that I was trying to fill and I still have self-love work to do. Mm -hmm. Once I realized it, I started seeing it everywhere. We expect so much from each other. It's a cultural thing. This idea that your happiness depends on someone else. Mm. I'm not going to be in a relationship unless I'm really able to commit. Before I'm able to commit, I have to show myself that I can commit to myself and become the man I want to be. I say that on a mental level, discipline level, a spiritual level, and a resource level. If I have a kid and a woman, I want to be able to take care of them. I want to give them the space to develop and unfold the way God intended. Right. That's, that's it in a nutshell, man. I mean, that's it. That's, no, that's, it. What, I mean, that's what we've been saying. That's, that's it. That's I mean, it's, it's, it's like you, you, you have to start with yourself. You know, self-love. That's like self-love, you, you know, um, because if you don't have that, then there's no way that you're going to be a good partner. You know, for, for example, when, you know, when it, you, if you're with someone and 
you know that you don't you you don't communicate well. You know this about yourself. You don't communicate well, but you're with somebody that doesn't either, right? You got two people just don't communicate well. All you're doing is just blaming each other mm. for you know for uh, the things that are going wrong in a relationship in that relationship. Right. All you're doing is blaming each other because now if you go into a relationship knowing, hey, look, babe, I'm not a good communicator. You know what I mean? Okay, all right, that's something that we got to work on, right? You've you've created a plan now. That's what being a good partner is about. It's being honest with yourself and understanding. Like I'm not saying that you got to go into, you got to fix everything about yourself before you get married, but you at least got to know who you are. So knowing that and being honest with people, and that's one thing I would say that I think that as men that we got to be better at is being honest with ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, look, I have a sexual problem. I like messing with a whole bunch of women. <laughs> You know what I mean? I got issues. I got issues. You know you what know, I mean? It's, it's um, or I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a good communicator. I'm just not. That's just not who I am. But if if being with you is and I need to be that way, and I need to do that, and I need to, to to do that. I'm willing to do that if you make that commitment. It's like the little commitments. And that's and that's what yeah, you're saying. It's I mean, small it's, yeah, commitments. It's the little you, commitments. Yeah. And you know, you mentioned communicating. Um, I think one of the biggest pieces of communications, or I'm going to call it the art of communicating, is the ability to listen. Yeah, yes. That's, that, that's what they call the forgotten skill. So you, if, if you're not a great, and, and I'm trying to do better, but you know, if you're not a great communicator, it's like you're listening to defend exactly <laughs> like, you're trying like, to find your way you're trying, you're to, trying find to find your way you're trying to find your weapon it's almost like <laughs> to your point you're trying to figure out which weapon you're going to use yeah you're going to find out which say, weapon yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. say something say something real bad <laughs> I'm going to take the gun out right. you know what I'm saying say something I'm yeah, going to take the gun out say the wrong out. thing all right. you got to do is yeah, say yeah. the wrong thing if it gets real bad I'm going back for the grenade you know versus listening to learn, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We, we said it before, you listen to learn and understand that individual, understand each other, or, or even yourself. Yeah. You know, when you, you know, you have this- Talk to yourself. Yes. When you talk to yourself, it shouldn't be, I think when people talk to themselves and they're upset about something that maybe relates to their spouse or, or at the job, they're, they're talking in such a negative way, mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, he, if she does that one more time, I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna say that, versus how could I have learned yeah. off of whatever happened, yep. right? Yep. How could I have learned to say, you know what, instead of trying to defend mm-hmm. what happened, maybe I should say, well, maybe next time I should have done this better. Right. How yeah. could I have learned? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 going back to the whole the the blueprint analogy, you know. So it's not just even in a marriage. Is it back to your point? It's even in just our personal relationships. Like we bring our own our own blueprint to our friends, family. We bring it to our marriages, to work. Yeah, we bring all of our blueprints to to people in in those situations. So 
what happens is, and I'll, I'll, I'll stay specific to marriages, when you bring your own experiences to a marriage, that's not the same experience that the other person has. So when they go against what you say or what you know, what your truths are, what your experiences are, immediately you get into your feelings, right? And as we've said before, feelings are always the culprit of the truths that we don't want to deal with, right? It's like, you know, uh, uh, I, I, get, I can get mad if, you know, my wife said, oh, you're procrastinating. But me knowing that that's an issue that I have, right? I will, I will, I, I might get in my feelings because it's the truth. Hey, don't touch that button. You know what I mean? Like, don't touch that button now. That Wait a button. minute, hold yeah. up. Yeah. You know, and so what happens is, is what you have to do is you have to, um, you know, find some humility in yourself. And this is what, and that's part of communication. It's finding that humility in yourself to say, you know what, that is an issue. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's not a weapon that should be used, right? So going back to when so you, weapon when, from the spouse from the spouse yeah you know what i mean it's not a, it's not a weapon that should be used especially if it's something that has been communicated like you know so for example i know for a fact that you tell you, you could tell some i've been in relationships where i can tell be honest about myself and this is what hold, holds men back i think from being honest and being who is them true selves you know you could tell a woman something about who you are and they could use that in an argument might not bring it up at no other time. <laughs> no other time. Right, right. I've been with somebody like that. Yeah. Where you don't, they don't bring it up no other time. They don't try to help you with it. They don't try to do nothing. But as soon as you get into an argument, oh, that's when you want to use that weapon. And, and, and the and biggest so that, yeah. Yeah, ahead, so you, can't, you cannot expect to, and, this, and, I, and I'm speaking directly to women when I say this. And this goes for anybody, you know, man or women, now that I think about it. You cannot expect to be in a relationship and for people to, to reveal themselves to you and try to use that as a weapon when you are having those hard times. When, when those you want to destroy a relationship, right. you know, that's a, that's a, that is the quickest way to destroy. I, I agree 100%. To break down the base of the relationship. It's, it's tough for individuals and from a man's perspective, it's tough for a man to be vulnerable. Yeah. And I think when a man is vulnerable and is showing you this side that's his vulnerability and is presenting to you something that took a while for him to even bring out right. yeah. and, and present yeah. to you, I think to your point, it is super dangerous to take that yeah. and turn it against the person because what will happen is the person is going to shut down totally and you may not hear any other vulnerable yeah or or, or uh, insecure parts that the man may have that he wants to present to you or talk to you about you may never hear that again no nah, you, you won't hear it i mean it's it's like i said it's the, i think it's the quickest way to destroy you know the foundations of a relationship to use um, those truths that someone has shared about themselves um, against them. You know um, that's the quickest way to destroy a relationship. And so I think what happens is is that um, a lot of times because we don't talk about our truths, 
Um, and then when they do show themselves when you're in a relationship or married, and those things start to reveal themselves, now you start to look at that person differently, right? Over time, like, I don't even know if I like this person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, because they didn't tell me that in the beginning. That's why I always say, man, if you're gonna if you wanna build a foundational if you're gonna build a foundation in a relationship, it's it's gotta start with like, listen, this is what I expect, this is what I know. What is it and sharing those and understanding that this is there, there's nothing there's no there's no um, there's every, everything everything is face front you know there's 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 no there's no smoke and mirrors you know what I mean and that's hard to do that is so hard to do when you think about every day how we're already judged you know what I'm saying <laughs> as a people um, when we're already feeling like you know you know we we might not be worthy you know what I'm saying you know in society that's hard to do man. That's so when you go back to the, you know some of those numbers, I think we've always been, you know, if it's always been tough for us because of, you know, what we've been told and what we have been the hand that we've been dealt with. You know what I mean? So, um, especially like when you think about, you know, historically, what we, what we come from, you know, um, when it comes to being together, you know, that whole village. And being supportive of one another, um, so yeah, it, it's kind of disappointing, man, to hear those numbers. But you know, yeah, I, I mean, it doesn't even, surprise even, me. Yeah, it even breaking me. it down when it came to um, the percentage of whites that stay married, seventy-three. Yeah. Percentage of Hispanics was sixty-nine. Percentage of blacks was fifty-two. So you got almost a fifty-fifty chance if you're black and married. You have. A forty-eight. There's there's a forty-eight percent chance. Yeah, that you're gonna stay married. That you're gonna stay married. That is. Wow. That's that's tough. Wow. That's tough. You know, and I honestly think that uh, I it, this is <laughs> going back to the um, or, or just bridging off of this, the whole black man don't cheat thing. Mm. You know, um, I honestly, you know, I was talking to. Uh, friend of mine uh, who was saying, you know, I don't get it, you know, because we know, I was like, no, it's it's basically trying to change the, the, the scope and paradigm of how we view ourselves, you know what I'm saying? So, ultimately, what you're doing is you're telling yourself, black man don't cheat, black man don't cheat, black man don't cheat, it becomes, black man don't cheat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? it's true, it's you true, know what I mean, mean? It, it's the same with these comedians, and right. this narrative of, yeah, man. Black people, we got bad credit. Mm-hmm. We got bad credit. Like comedians say, you yeah. know how we are. We got bad yeah, yeah. credit. No, why change it around? Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll go marry someone of another race so I can get good credit. No, I'm gonna stay in my race right. and get good credit. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, it, that's it's changing the narrative, man. You know, and I, I and I, I commend them for doing that. You yeah. know, Charlemagne yeah. and um, Lil Duval and you know and the things that they're doing with that because, you know. Um, I think ultimately, you know, men want to be with, you know, someone that they can call their partner. There's no greater feeling than to know that you have a partner in life and that they got your back. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's wonderful, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, you have a 48% chance, a 52% chance that uh, that that won't happen. <laughs> You know, and we got to ask ourselves, why? Why is that? And, and, and that's the thing. Yeah. Despite, yes, we know the, 
the numbers with incarceration and yep. despite we know that the unemployment and there's some other factors what's interesting with this study is that during times where unemployment for black men was low right before mm-hmm. we were talking about it, it was high mm-hmm. during times when it was low during times when they were making more money than they have in the past mm-hmm. the divorce rate didn't change it didn't change it didn't change I think it comes down to how we view ourselves man did not change uh, yeah it, it comes which down which is true yeah. that's a good point I think it comes down to how we view ourselves yeah um, and going back to like I said the, the cards that we were dealt I mean you think about you know even when we wanted to be married we really technically by law couldn't be married you know um until you know after the civil war or families were broken family up. was broken the up father was taken so away. it was you know it was nothing for a father to be around you know what i mean um or to be missing a father because your father was either killed um he was uh taken away to another plantation or whatever they could do whatever they wanted to do so you had to condition yourself to think survival it's all about survival mm-hmm. so we're still in a survival you know um Dr. Umar, he was on uh, um, the Breakfast Club, and he was just talking about how, you know, we as a people have had to deal with no. And at no time in history has a people had to deal with um, fighting for their humanity. Mm-hmm. No time in history when you think about Black people, we've mm-hmm. always had to fight for our humanity and then fight for our rights. And now we're fighting for our survival. Can't it was something like that. But again, it's Dr. Umar Johnson. Um, on uh, uh, on the Breakfast Brothers Club or the Breakfast Club, and and for me, I was just thinking like, man, dang, that just brought it home. Like, wow, when you think about throughout history of man, we had to, we've had to justify our humility, you know, or our or excuse me, our humanity, mm-hmm. you know. So that means that you're not even a man. <laughs> you don't even you're not even in the same category as us. So now that we've done that, now we're fighting for survival. You know, when you think about it, we're 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 fighting for survival because um, that's how we have been presented, and that's how we look at ourselves sometimes. I know? wonder. I wonder if options now also have a part to play with it because you go to some cities, the ratios are thirty to one. 40 to 1, yeah. you know, and there are uh, men who are in their 40s who I think what ha- what's also happening is part of it is some men feel like they're not financially stable. Yeah. Yep. You know, and they feel like they want to get to that level mm-hmm. where they feel like That's I'm a big fi- part of right, it. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I'm financially stable, which in general it's taking longer than women because the women are more educated right right women so are more it's taking, educated it's they got longer yeah yeah by so, number and i think also another part is at the back of their head there's some men who feel like it doesn't matter if i start becoming financially stable in my early 40s because guess what i can go marry a woman who's 20 something yeah but on the so. flip side for a woman to say oh i'm in my 40s and i can go marry a guy who's yeah, so it's yeah, just not, it's, yeah. It's a the tough. options on it's it's tougher. Right. The options yeah. it's, it's and limited. And she didn't want kids, and, right? Yeah, right. yeah. 
And I think that's why you've seen an uptick even in uh, interracial, like especially like black women, you know, marrying outside of their race. You know, I think those numbers are only going to go up. It is, but what's yeah. interesting is this said uh, black men are marrying outside of the race two times more than black women. Black men are marrying more? Two times more. Two times more. Than black women are marrying out of the race. Again, it goes back to how we view ourselves. And so, case in point, when I think about, when I think about, and, and I may be generalizing, but I, when I think about the man that has decided, taking out, hey, I just met this person, I fell in love with this person. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about that guy that says, I'm only going to, I'm, I don't want to marry a black woman. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right? You know, because yeah. let's be honest, there are yeah, men out absolutely. there, I don't want to be with a black woman. Right? Um, it's because of their perception, right? Of, of themselves. Of themselves. Mm-hmm. And their perception of black women. It's a per- the perception of black women and themselves. If I'm with a black woman, for them, a lot of them, it means, you know, somehow I am not in the same class as white people and, uh, or outside of the race. So if I do, that means I'm kind of, I'm almost, I'm in, you know? Um, I know some guys that are out there like that, you know what I mean? Um, I also know some guys who have dated, who at one point said that that's all they dated was white girls, and now they're like, I cannot be with another, I don't want to be with her. I know, uh, I know two people that have said that to me. Like, I used to only date white women, but now that I'm older, I really, all I want, I don't, I don't even want, I don't want to do that anymore. Mm. And so one, you know, we had this conversation and it was more or less about, it was the climate today's climate oh so the climate of today so it was almost like a realization for him that he felt like today's climate helped reveal some truths that he had accepted by being you know around you know uh the families Mm -hmm. and things like that it was almost like he found his own truth so in value and started valuing himself putting more value in himself so that kind of changed his perspective so again, it comes back to how we view ourselves. I think that's ultimately what it comes down to. No, that's, yeah. that's, that's absolutely true. And we are in a climate where, um, unfortunately, you're hearing more and more people uh, speak up about mm-hmm. their true feelings. Mm-hmm. And um, it's definitely affecting um, folks out there that feel that they uh, they're not worthy folks out there who feel insecure about themselves Uh, and then it is also allowing us to understand that people change right people change people grow i mean it's just like we said about marriages the main thing is, is 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 in marriage is i think if we continue to grow in, in the right direction, that's a plus. I don't think that when it comes to statistics, and this is personal, mm-hmm. you know, you always hear the biggest reason people uh, break up is finance. Mm-hmm. I think that's a part of it, but ultimately, it's the communication. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. it is it is a communication because when you're going through some financial challenges, 
as an individual and you're not communicating it, mm -hmm. um, then things pop up, mm -hmm. things happen. And, and that's where we get to a place where we're not, we're not, we're not taking the marriage in the direction it needs to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you think about communication, communication leads to understanding, right? Right. And, you know, communication in itself is uh, a difficult, in, even in itself, it's one of those things where, again, going back to your blueprint. Yeah. And what what it's the, the experiences that shaped you when you talk about being in a relationship right so um, I use I'll use uh, an example of say that guy that um, is dating outside of his race mm -hmm. and um, the way that he communicates is what he knows and how he grew up right so um, he's dating someone that there's a certain way that she communicated, you know, growing up and just her experiences. They come from two different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. That in itself, you know, before the communication even starts, there's a, uh, a, a personal understanding, like there's an attraction to, hey, when as soon as they, someone speaks, you're gonna be drawn to them or not, right? So if I say something and someone's, you know, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you mean. So I speak slang. So say I'm speaking slang and she doesn't really relate mm -hmm. to that. Um, maybe that's just how I communicate. And maybe that, and <laughs> what if it comes down to, you know, we're in an argument and I say something, that's how I, that's how I communicate. If you're not willing to change that, again, you're picking your weapons to break, right? You know what I mean? So. Listen to learn. Listen, it's a lesson to learn. So, taking two people that come from the same background, it's still even it's even harder because now you think you understand one another. So maybe you don't. Feel, you feel like, hey, I don't. I shouldn't have to say that, right? <laughs> right. So I shouldn't have to tell you that. Oh, I shouldn't from, have to. Yeah, you're yeah, from yeah. 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 Yep. Your wife is from Concord. Yeah. Well, she. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So that's interesting because. Yeah. Even though she's just from one town away, right? It doesn't matter. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. You're coming. Yep. No matter. E e even even as there could be people who came from the same neighborhood. Same neighborhood. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, it's, it's 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 inside those four walls in the house, and what are the principles and values that your parent or parents taught you? that kind of molded you, shaped you, because I, I think it is so important that we get it right with the kids. With the kids, it's got it's, it's anything, generational. It's generational, yeah. man, yeah. so you get it right with the kids and you put in those principles and values, so they grow up, that's their yep. blueprint. Um, I think the main thing is, as when you, when you do grow up, whatever principles and values that you have, you need to understand what your spouses or mates principles and values. You gotta have that, man. You gotta know it. You gotta know it. You gotta, know, gotta it. know it because you, you guys are gonna be. I know for me, coming from an African background where parents are are typically not as affectionate, mm -hmm. and parents are not using the word love a lot, versus wife where it's the total opposite, yeah. right? And it's a totally different background. It's, 
it takes time. You yeah. have to start learning. Yeah, you, you, you have to start learning. I think that you, you, that's why I've always said that being in a relationship or being in a marriage, you learn more about yourself than you learn about the other person. Mm. You know, that's so. True. Um, that's what they call a writer downer. Right. Write it down, folks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> write it down. Yeah, you, you, you learn more about yourself than you do about the, the other person when you're in a marriage because you learn that, hey, my blueprint and things that I've experienced, you know, I've always thought of it this way. And to me, that was right. Well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not, maybe you know. Not. Uh, and I think that, that, again, that's finding our truths, man, you know. So even in your blueprint, I think the ultimate message is, I think, is find your blueprint. Know what your blueprint is. Find out your truths in that blueprint. And then find out those things that are weak, you know, those weak points. That's how you bring those two houses together. Because her weak points may be my strong points. Um, and, and vice versa. You know, it's, you know, you got to reciprocate those things. And, and understanding that that that's what's only going to help you know build that house because marriage is difficult the most difficult i believe when you have children mm. and when you think about the concept of marriage i'm going to say concept two people coming together really is about procreation right right in the the you know so we talk about the biological terms of the concept of two becoming one is offspring so you got it so whether you think about getting married or um or are married kids is always something that you know that's always there right um and i think when you and so whether you're married or not so you know just t taking you know you decide to be in a relationship with somebody and you guys have kids that throws a whole different dynamic on there if you are prepared when it comes to communicating um that's when it becomes the most difficult because now you are you're supposed to at that point when you have kids i feel like you you're supposed to have some foundational building blocks of expectations, right? Oh, I know he's gonna do this, I know she's gonna do that. And you've gotten that. Now you have kids and now those same expectations come, but you still got, you know, the kids to take care of. She's doing this and you're doing that. And, you know, so that's where you really gotta work even extra harder. You know what? And, and you I gotta work yeah. harder. I don't think people even realize that. Yeah, I'll yeah. just think about what you said. You gotta work harder. So imagine man. a new couple, newly married. They probably dated for a year. Mm -hmm. Newly married, and then they're trying to merge their blueprints together. Yeah. Right. A year later, they have a kid. So now. While they're trying to merge their blueprints together, and as they are raising that child, they're trying to understand what kind of blueprint are we going to give our child? Right. Yep. Right? Yep. If we have not really, to what you said, 
understood what that blueprint, that family blueprint is. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like now you're headbutting because it's, well, I learned it this way. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give him them my blueprint. No, 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 I, I learned it this yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. You have not established You're not established the it. Blueprint. Yeah, you know and it, that's why I say it makes it even harder, man. Super and I think, hard. you know, we're putting, we're putting, um, so that my, my point is is that there's there's a danger there's a is a, a good thing about you know projecting marriage and being together you know um, and us coming together black man black woman coming together there's a great thing so when we talk about Jay Z and Beyonce and and uh, all the you know the the, the the couples and power couples we think about the power black power couple there's a beauty in it, in that but there's also something in it that you have to be fearful of that if you don't what you just said if you don't have that which going back to our point of how we view ourselves if you view yourself in a way where it's not so good you still don't have that self-awareness you're you know your house ain't built right mm -hmm. basically or there's still some things it's raggedy there's still some stuff that you need to fix you can go into a relationship thinking you know okay this person gonna help me fix it and they may you can help fix each other's houses, but ultimately what you're doing is you're transferring that to your children. And then they're gonna transfer it, it's that chain, you know, of brokenness, of mm -hmm. that there's no structure. It was here. never complete. It the was, house never, was complete. never complete. The house is never complete. Um, and I think that that's where, uh, honestly, you have to, it, it begins with how you raise your children to understand that, hey, find your self-worth first before you even think about being with someone else find yourself work find who you are what you want to do with your life that's only going to help you know when yep this is the one when it comes down to it like this is it this is it this is it yeah no i like now, i love that this you know? is it because i know that her family kind of matches my family we ain't got to be the same but we have some of the same core values um i know that you know um you know it comes down to like she listens to me or he listens to me going back to it you know they listen, listen. some people don't like to listen <laughs> people just say it's like they, just they, don't they like call to it listen. they call listening the forgotten yeah, skill. yeah people just don't like people don't miss the thing you can be having a conversation with somebody and they're waiting yeah. they're just waiting to give their yeah. answer right you know look like oh come on right i can't i can't yeah, and, yeah. and you're like what you listening they, to they, me? they're waiting for their their shot you know what i'm yeah. saying to, to cut you down because for them that's that's how they communicate. That's how they communicate. That's how they communicate. That's how they're raised. So, yeah. so as we uh, kind of wrap this segment of uh, the marriage blueprint um, and, and, and the different uh, intricacies with, with marriage, we just want uh, to touch on a few things that we talked about when it came to blueprints. And it's like building a house. You have your weak points. Mm -hmm. You have your strong points. But ultimately, it's up to you and your spouse to build that foundation. So, like you said, you can give that blueprint to your child. Because if that blueprint is missing certain points, it's like what happens in a broken house? You get leaks. Right. You, you get, get cracks. Right. Right. When the issues, storm comes through, it's gonna blow everything down. You know what I mean? And so it's gonna be storms. There's gonna be storms. Yeah. It's gonna be storms. So. 
I turn it over to you for your last thoughts. As yeah, we you wrap this up. Like I said, you know, I think you know when I look at it, uh, I'll just piggyback off into what you were saying. You know, just there is just that when we talk about the you know uh, that foundational, you know, those foundational building points. You know, it starts with you know understanding who you are uh, when it comes to being in a relationship. From there, I think it starts. It, it it builds into what you want to be. You know who you are, what you want to be in a relationship, and then ultimately that person understanding those weak points. So, and 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 who I am and what makes me, um, and vice versa. You got to understand that and not use it as a weapon. Not you. It's using it as something that you know. Um, it, it comes down to just being a partner. You know, being a partner in life, and that's what they call it. I think, you know, it it ne- it should not have anything to do with trying to break each other down nothing Agreed. you know even even at its weakest points even when it should have nothing to do with trying to break each other down but only to build each other up um and that's hard to do so if you're not willing to do that um at, at all costs when it comes to being in a relationship then you probably should reconsider whether you want to be married or not you know um um, but you know, with that being said, man, I think that um, you know this is, these are some of the things that we definitely want to continue to talk about and to bring to the forefront, you know, on uh, the Docket Podcast. Um, so uh, we want to just thank everybody. Like I said, we are at the Perkentile and Creamery uh, Coffee and Ice Cream Shop near Concord Mills. Um, uh, we will have some pictures and maybe even throw up the uh, the address. Uh, on the website and um, social media. So uh, we truly appreciate you guys listening to us. Continue to, to um, send us anything that you want to hear us talk about. We're going to have many more guests. This is just the beginning, y'all. One love. It's a wrap. <laughs>